Look who's in the house. Shaletta's here. She's noticing the three brain wizards are out there. Gons is out there. Lane's out there. Peterson out there. Are they discussing a raise for you, Shaletta? Is that possible? I'm afraid. I'm triggered. Um, I feel like I may need security. Uh, there's three men in suits, and they're talking, and they're standing dangerously close to me. It looks like one of them's pointing at me. I don't know. Um, but they're, it's very intense right now. And I, I, they weren't there before I got here. No, right? no. They did not come until I showed up. And so this is, uh, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm well, afraid. let's get to Dave Harrigan's first reaction as Dave is uh, texting someone. When you see Shaletta right now, Dave, what jumps out at you first? Because I know what jumps out at me first. Hmm. I lost 18 ounces. She has headphones on. <laughs> you know what? You know She has headphones what? on. And by the way, Dave's got his headphones on. Uh-huh. So, and which are probably in a lockbox on his desk at this point. He's probably got a combination lock, like the keys, the little lockers. We should get Dave a locker with a little combination lock on it. And then he can keep his stuff in there with the, with the lock like junior high. Since y'all act like we in junior high, we should have some junior high equipment up in here. And then We do have your- junior high equipment in here. Let's be clear. That's that's why the company's in bankrupt. bankruptcy, because we got junior high equipment. Okay, are those your headphones? No, these are not mine. These were left here. They are for the guest. I am a guest today. Yeah. But these are for the guest, so I will put my headphones You're not a guest on this show. You're, when, a, you're a fixture. Um, you're regular. When I am doing my show, which I'm off tomorrow, Yeah. Which uh, because I was not invited to participate in Twins Fest. Maybe that's what the means about because I thought, you know how they had a little box that they put the complaint in the box, and I put a bunch of anonymous complaints that I was not participating in Twins Fest and that, you know, I should be there, but I was acting like it was somebody else. I might have signed your name. I can't remember. But anyway, so hopefully maybe they're going to meet with me after so that I can also participate in I, Twins I, Fest. I have to re- review. I, I'm, I'm trying to remember if I'm there from 11 to 12.30 or 11 to 1, so I'm basically replacing you. Oh, Hmm. Uh huh. Is that what's because because see what should happen is I should the be the white there man getting a break finally to three right right because it's it's not your year it's been you tough you had zero to uh two thousand and twenty <laughs> zero to two thousand and twenty and now you got to give those can years I, can to I plug else. the start of Twins Fest uh, yes tomorrow. eleven a.m. I will be joined by Corey Provis. <gasps> Who, in my view, is the best. You twins, got the VIP. The core Provis, the best Twins play-by-play announcer Aww. ever, and Joseph Patrick Maurer. That's how we're starting the oh, Hall of Famer. My God! For two segments, okay. his first extended interview tomorrow. You gonna do it? How'd I would, you I, get that, Dave Harrigan? You worked on that. That's what a real producer no, does. No, 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 no. I did not. I had no part of it. Twins, okay. twins. Then they they asked like 175 other broadcasters. They were all busy. And, and so then, I then I was 176. Yeah, 176. Okay. Now, do you have Joe Mauer's new children's book? The Joe Schmidt one. Yes. I I I heard Joe with Vanita. Uh uh-uh, uh, you should have heard him on my he was on my show <clears> too. <throat> he was on my show <clears throat> as well. When is your show on? You know what? Saturdays from twelve to three. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow because I'm replacing you. Yeah, but that's why the meeting was. I'm telling you that that's what the meeting was all about. I'm gonna talk to him when the show's over. I want to participate in Twins Fest. So, did you have Joe and Joe on the Shaletta show, or just Joe? The Joe I know, Joe Schmidt. Yes. Who? What a run, Joe Schmidt's. Had oh my this god! Time, by the way, oh my god, he is just the best. 
I tell you, generally I, a very good person in a business nice. of egos and goofballs. Yeah, yeah. Joe's really a smart. super guy. And you know what he will also do is talk to you offline when nobody's around looking or watching and help. Like yeah. as I'm, I'm, I'm building my empire and, you know, not understanding what the worth and value is of certain things. He will kind of pull me to the side and say, this is what you need to ask for. This is what they can offer. This is what, and then go to this website. That'll show you what they're making and, and paying it. And I mean, he's just really like held my hand behind the scenes a lot. And, uh, you know, he would never say anything. He would never tell That's anybody. Great. I, on the other hand, be like, you know, I talked to Joe Schmidt yesterday yeah. and I was helping him with his book because, uh, you know, and I should really have writer credit. That's how I roll. So he doesn't I know. Roll, I just told like, you two secrets about my life and I'm assuming I'm going <laughs> to hear about him in five in minutes five, yeah where's the commercial break because yeah, i need no. to formulate how i'm no, gonna bring this no. back up and throw it in your face joe schmidt successful radio talk show on, on kstp sports anchor news anchor back to sports anchor uh sun country for a while yeah tom pettis for a while yeah i mean just all over the place so uh kudos to this Joe. book is amazing. And I bumped into the illustrator. Okay. And I'm not trying to say I'm trying to take his illustrator, but I'm just <clears> saying on the next children's book that we write, um, that illustrator might be working on. Nice. Yeah. Can we talk Taylor Swift? Of course we can. Always. Is this not the Taylor Swift Network? The home of the Taylor Swifts? The home it's, of the Swifties? It's Taylor Swift's world. Yes, it We're is. All... And I need y'all to realize that. So there are two very sad stories this week about Taylor Swift that are both indefensible. <clears throat> she's had this stalker, and yeah, I can oh only yeah. imagine how many stalkers yeah. she's had. But three times in five days arrested outside her apartment in Manhattan. This is frightening stuff. And I, I, who knows the amount of filth? And threats and menacing famous people get. And I get somebody's to say, well, sign me up. You know, here's the deal. If you find a great skill that you have, you develop and mm-hmm. you find a lane for it. And you have a great deal of success. Instead of tearing people down, you could admire them. Yeah. You, you don't have to maybe 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 her music is not for you, but you I hope you tip the cap and say, my God. God, is she successful? So that's that's one thing. Yeah. You have a stalker like that. Then two, AI is going to change your world mm-hmm. in so many ways. It's, but it is changing. It is changing. Yeah, already. And already. So there's been these AI X-rated uh, naked pictures of her, oh. which have popped up the last three days. I have not even considered for one second looking at them. And – I think the last time I looked earlier today, 40 million views. And Dave points out, why don't we automatically have criminal charges for this? And it's so difficult tracking the individuals down. But where we're going with deep fakes and like there were robocalls the other day where Biden was saying this and it really wasn't Biden. Trump's going to face the same other nonsense. But just there's there's amazing people in this world. The kindness, the the stuff you do, and I mean this in all sincerity, every day you do something great. You really do. Now, every other day you annoy me, but every day <laughs> you, you do something great. But, I mean, one minute you got a stalker showing up your place, 
Then you go online and 45 million views or 40 million, whatever. Of a fake Of a fake and naked photo of you. Is I, I, you know, I just, I'm amazed at her work ethic. If you think about where she started and where she came from to where she is now, she was an opening act for Brad Paisley at the state fair one yeah, year. right. And now she has taken over the world. And, you know, the stuff that this woman that we know about that she has to deal with, this is just the stuff we know about. Exactly. And for this person to get to her house, get this close to her house and not still be in jail and not have a, a 48 hour hold to do a mental he, health. He goes to jail, then he gets out, gets out. goes so, to jail, yeah. gets out. How, how is this happening? How is this? How does this keep happening? And if he harms her we're gonna say oh my god we gotta change it we gotta reform how about we do something about it right now no. I, I hate people who want to do something in the great by and by don't give me thoughts and prayers don't give me legislation give me action protect this young lady because all she's trying to do is her job her job is to sing entertain dance millions of people enjoy her millions of people follow her millions of people went to her concerts watched her movie all this stuff and still this is the stuff she got to deal with. And and defects and where defects are now, who knows how bad they're going to be. And I understand a lot of this technology is used to help us, yeah. to benefit. Mm-hmm. This is filth. This oh. is just absolute filth. Don't click on it. Don't give it a it's second. Horrible. It's horrible. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's really messing up and messing with everything. Like Andrew right now is getting ready to do his uh, scholarships. For yeah. college, he's Great. going to State Cloud State. Yeah. He's going to do the esports. Well, he's 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 filling out the application, and he's like, "Mom, what are they talking about?" We're reading it, and basically, they're saying we're going to go online, and we're going to type in what you typed in, and if we get an AI generated essay that looks like what you're typing up, yeah. we're going to void your application. That's where we are. Like the kids that are applying to college, that are applying for the scholarships, all this stuff, and they have to write these essays or talk about themselves or do a bio, they, they're checking this AI. So that's a whole nother person's job. Yeah, and, and there are folks who are not as genuine as Andrew and who are just going to AI and saying, I'm going to change a comma here. I'm going to change oh, an yeah. adjective. Uh-uh. Uh, and, and, and so I'm glad they catch him. But if you do your own work and somehow there's some duplication, because there's going to be some on various general topics, right. and you're eliminated because of that, I, I wonder about the accuracy rate mm. of those. Let's mm. do this. We're falling a little bit behind. Uh, Shaletta, Feisty Friday. Shaletta in the house. It's 19 past one on CCO. So the bumper music theme today, Shaletta is from the 1992 Super Bowl here in Minnesota at Metrodome. Okay. Washington beat Buffalo. Yeah. Uh, Thurman Thomas could not find his helmet. Remember that part of the game? I do. Thurman Thomas was probably the best running back in the game with his versatility. A Houston native. His, I'm going to just say, his yeah. sister and I went to high school together. Wow. Yes. How about that? Kershaw Cockrell. That's so the sister. Bills who had this, they were the... Greatest show on turf yeah. before anybody's the greatest show on turf. Thurman couldn't find his helmet. <laughs> Could not find his helmet. But then we had some of the worst music tied to it. Dave, just give a quick summary of the music we're playing here. Well, it was Winter Magic was the theme oh, show, if you yes. remember that. So it's yes. it started with a big montage and it eventually went to Real Minnesota. Um, uh, a bunch of kids. In fact, the next one, uh, kids rapping about Frosty the Snowman. Okay. Uh, we got uh, what's 
How good do you think this rap's going to be? <laughs> Brian Boitano and uh, Dorothy Hamill yep. uh, were figure skating. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we introduced uh, some members of the uh, 1980 uh, uh, Lake Placid hockey team. Okay. Uh, and yeah, then uh, we better. wrapped it up. With, I mean, when you think winter magic, you think uh, Gloria Stefan, right? Okay. So <laughs> I need y'all to get the people who were responsible, um, the, the Super Bowl committee for that year, and ask them. This is your job as a producer. Because if I was a producer, this is what I would do. You might not be here yet. <laughs> you might not have arrived yet. I would get the Super Bowl committee on the phone and say, why didn't you have Prince make a soundtrack? Why didn't Wait, you just is he do from a here? whole album? What's he? A, a Super Bowl winter classic album featuring nothing but Prince, all Prince original brand new songs, and make that. Why would you not do that? that and sell those and, and donate the money to the Special Olympics or something. Have Prince do a whole soundtrack for the Super Bowl. Well, is that just like the most brilliant idea? Yeah, it's it's an automatic. Either you you don't care about the location because it's an international telecast, or if you're going to do something which is tied to Minnesota, in this case they did, Winter Magic, 1992, Prince is massively popular. Oh, my God. Now, if somebody can find something on the Google machine where they asked Prince and he turned it down. That's the only reason that I would see that. You do anything else, but there's no way you have anything here and you have a soundtrack and he does not just cut every single song for the soundtrack. But I think this was before they brought in big time stars. Like I think Michael Jackson, he was kind of the Michael first Jackson one. The it first might have been one. even the the next well, year. We should have been the trailblazer. Well, we we had up been with on the people a lot. Remember up with people. Oh, I remember oh. up with people. Up with white people. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about as dull as dull can be, and they were there over and over again. Okay, what are you drinking right there? I'm drinking hot tea because I had an interview in the, I don't know if you noticed, but I was doing a a television interview in our, um, in our green room. Dave, thank you for seating the cameraman and the reporter for me because, you know, people want to talk to me. I all shocked at it, but I'll take credit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope Dave's concentrating on the show. (laughs) Okay. So So, uh, were you interviewing someone or they were interviewing interviewing you? Right. Yeah. Because I'm nominated for something called a Bold Award. Bold, um, okay. yeah, it's uh, for bold leaders in the state of Minnesota, and so I'm a finalist. And so part of the who else is, do we know process, your uh, who are your opponents? You know who? Yes, who my opponent is, and I got to go and put his tires on flat. It's and and this is like when she told me who was also in the running, it made my heart beat fast because I'm like I'm going to kick anybody else's butt. Yeah, it's Jazz Hampton with Turn Signal, and I don't know if you know Turn Signal, but they are an app that was created after. George George Floyd died, and they've taken off wildest successful. That's right. Well, they will call a lawyer, and they're in all 50 states now, starting yep. out right here in the Twin Cities. And he actually gives that app away to college kids and anybody who wants it, who can afford it, and, you know, companies. How does runner-up sound to you, I do, Not at all great. I mean, it doesn't sound not good, Dave. I mean, what are we thinking about her chances not at right all now? Great. Mm, not um, good. Like, when they say, I said, I said, anybody else who is nominated for this award, I'm going to knock them out. I'm gonna, she was like, oh, I was like, so, you know, trying to beat around the bush. So who? She was like, Jazz Hampton. I'm like, damn. Yeah. It's like Nikki Haley. Why are you even in? <laughs> damn, why, why are you hanging here? on? Why am I yeah. hanging Silver on? Silver medal's fine. No, I mean, I'm going to go all the way to South Carolina, and if I can't make it to <laughs> South Carolina... <laughs> Okay, so I asked why. I, I have a friend of mine, a gentleman by the name of Pat O'Brien. He has helped my health dramatically. He has a place called Health Architect, mm-hmm. and it's 
some chiropractic, muscle manipulation, Ooh. just a lot of things about helping you. Everyday citizens like the three of us, so many prominent pro athletes go there. My friend Pat O'Brien, he's brilliant, and he's trying to convince me that I should have a small cup of coffee every day okay, and that it has enough positive qualities that it would help me out. Okay. I – can I just finish this part? I hate coffee. I know that. I, That's I what I was just about to say. Taste. You don't like coffee. So today – I was somewhere waiting to pick something up, uh-huh. and I picked up a coffee. Okay. I purchased a cup of coffee for me. That has not happened in... Ever. Okay. I don't think I've ever. And I had it in my car while I was doing some work waiting for this. I couldn't do it. You didn't drink? You bought it and didn't drink? Why? Because it smells awful, and it, it looks oh like it tastes awful. Oh, my God. You must awful. be like the only person in the world who with is taste? not drinking yes, coffee. So your friend who has a successful company who works with pro helps athletes. Helps me out. Who helps a you lot. out and says to you, drink one cup of coffee a day. You yeah. are so hard-headed, and it would you have just positive that? benefits. And you say, you know what? I can't even take a sip. It starts with a sip. You got it. You pay for it. It's sitting right there. It costs fifteen dollars. No, no. To- this was this is very inex- this is two dollars and fifty cents. Okay, no, no, no. See, you you got to start off high. So yeah. cause- I need to if I put all the other stuff in there, so it defeats that awful taste which coffee has. Do I still get the benefit? You ask your friend, but how about we just start with a sip? How about we start? I cannot believe this man is telling you what to do. I know, and you know you need to help. I need a lot it. of help. And you don't do it. That don't make Dave, Dave tell, make it make tell, sense. Tell Shaletta where make you stand on coffee. It, make it make sense. Coffee is rancid. Jack's making the right move here. You know what? You are the wrong person. Turn your own mic off. Your He's friend right. who has this company who helps people tells yep. you that the help you need is in a cup of coffee. And you say, you know what? I don't really want it that bad. I just struggle through. I'll muscle through. I'll soldier through. No, just drink the damn coffee. It's just smelled awful. Oh, my God. Looked awful. If I don't smell coffee in my house in the morning when I wake up, there's not going to be a, we're going to have a sunroof. Our house is going to be the first <laughs> official sunroof home in the state of Minnesota. I'm blowing the roof off the house. Yeah. I got to have Good it. luck on that five months of the year. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Okay, so Saturday free. Saturday free. My daughter, Cameron, you will be so proud of her. She yep. is in the school play, oh. Rapunzel. Oh, at, 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 very at, nice. Yes, at College That's amazing. Middle School. And to think where she was, when she wasn't talking, yes. wasn't looking, in diapers at five, six, seven. I think she, she was potty trained at eight years old, and now she can stand on stage and recite a few lines. It is just amazing. And so we are all going as a I love family it. to I love see that. her in that play on Saturday. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, th- th- check your social media because I'm going to tag you a couple of times during there, the play when there's I'm a shocker. taking video and pictures. Thank you. <laughs> Shaletta. She'll be back next Saturday, noon 3. I, I probably have to, to be honest. Okay. Let's get to Alabama and let's uh, get to the death penalty debate. I think we're just going to talk death penalty these next two segments. I've, I've discussed assisted suicide many times before it's back in the news again i'll just add what i've said many times the law and language need to be very precise we have to make sure people um are not um allowed or someone makes a decision to kill themselves when they've lost their decision of a sound mind 
to make it. And there are concerns about possible loopholes with this. I understand. That's why I would love to see people come together and figure this out. And I could go on for a long time on this, but I'll just say this. If anybody thinks that we should have individuals who are in pain and agony and have been told by multiple doctors there is no chance they are going to get better or survive, they should have the ability, either at that time or before, to decide they don't want to be in agony for days, weeks, months, years, and stop telling me... Um, well, you're denigrating the sanctity of life. Would you want to be that person in extraordinary pain? If you would, you, you, get, you get that choice. Others would not want to be in that position. <clears throat> and under the right protocols, where it doesn't turn in the wild, wild west, people should be allowed to end their life with the dignity they want. Death penalty, Alabama. An individual named Kenneth Eugene Smith. And what's been one of the uh, issues with the death penalty for multiple years now? How to do it without torturing individuals. Finding the right medicine. On the death penalty itself, Dave, I, I am still, and it's perilous now, hanging on to the idea in very narrow circumstances that some individuals commit such acts that are so beyond description, are so evil, so venomous, so cruel, so heinous, that, yes, death penalty should be an option. Do I think it has an effect on stopping others? No. I don't think someone who is intent on this sort of vicious behavior is going to pause. I just think there are very narrow circumstances where a person should not be allowed to live after what they did. I'm perilous on this, and I'm, 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 I'm torn on it because our legal system is flawed. It is. We know the benefits of having a skilled lawyer. We know the benefits of having money. We know the benefits in a lot of cases if you're a white person compared to a person of color. We know um, at times the wrong evidence, what's not admitted, juror mistakes, judicial mistakes. But I'm still narrowly for it in, in very limited circumstances. So we get to Alabama. And this individual, he chose nitrogen after he survived hours-long attempt to execute him by lethal injection in 2022, during which needles and he were injected him repeatedly and in what was called an inverted crucifixion position and this happened just a couple of years ago. How does that sound for a, a civilized society? That's what we're doing. It's fine. Sure. So now 
because this, multiple stories go through what's happening in South Carolina, Oklahoma, Nebraska, because um, it was a drug situation. They couldn't find the right drugs. And this idea of nitrogen and Alabama, the only state to eventually develop one with the protocols. So this happens yesterday. And why don't you just summarize what you just said off air, because I've seen the same exact thing. Yeah, well, we heard I think just at the top of the hour on CBS, the uh, governor of Alabama saying it was great. We've, you know, everything went smoothly. We now have a case study. Everything's, you know, we can push forward with nitrogen as a way to uh, finish off an execution. Yep. Whereas I looked up and saw CNN talking about it with uh, one of the Chirons from a witness saying it's the most violent execution this person has ever seen. Numerous reports saying shaking vigorously, seemingly in in an extraordinary amount of pain, some saying two minutes, some saying four minutes, some saying seven minutes. Others even more than that. I wasn't there. I don't know. Eventually, lost consciousness, gasping fair to the extent that the uh, gurney shook for several times. Again, I'm the person saying in very narrow circumstances, I think what some people did is so grotesquely cruel that they shouldn't live. And I, and I say that with the hesitancy of our judicial system, which I laid out before. But we can't find, if we're going to do this, and again, most of these people who have reached this point, do I want to spend a lot of time with them? Am I sympathetic to them? No, I'm not. If they reach this point, and you hope this isn't a case where our judicial system was right, and it was clear and convincing and overwhelming. Because I might need a lot of that involved, too, to narrow this list. But if we're going to do this, we're literally just going to torture people? That's what we're going to do. I, I mean, I get the comeback, eye for an eye. Some people say, some individual, take a pick of the various people. That killed seven people. He raped who knows how many, or she did this. So you're worried about torture for them? Am I worried about torture for that individual? Well, I just don't think. I'm saying in my narrow circumstances, they shouldn't get to live anymore. But we as a society who are better than this part, these individuals, we're just going to be okay torturing them before they die? Or like in this case where they tried a year plus ago with needles and it didn't work? And this went on and on and on and on. So how do we wrestle with that? What do you want to say in this? I really want to hear what Dave has to say. And I absolutely want to hear what you have to say about where you stand in the death penalty. Do you still think it makes sense? Maybe you believe in it more now than ever. You think we need more of it. Maybe you think it's, it's how are we doing this? How are we lowering ourselves when we know our judicial system is like everything in life? It has flaws. And then how do you wrestle with, 
either these companies aren't making the drugs, they're not the right drugs, it's trial and error. And if you're asking me who I believe right now, journalists or a governor or eyewitnesses, I'm, I'm not believing the governor in this case. Now, how long it was, I don't know. But where do you stand on this? Does this give you pause? Do you say, I don't care at all? Look what he did in this case. Look what someone else did in another case. How do you wrestle with this one? Love to get a phone call on it or a text. 651-461-9226 on CCO. Okay, so I laid this out before. Death penalty, where are we at? The conflict in this country. We have this case in Alabama. A person they tried to kill year plus before. Just screwed it up, tortured the person, lived. Now we're trying nitrogen. We're getting these various reports. Governor says, oh, it's fine. Other observers and journalists saying this went on for two, four, seven, ten minutes. I'm one who, in the most narrow of circumstances, where it's just clear and convincing, I'm not eliminating the death penalty. And I say that with some hesitation, knowing there are mistakes made in our judicial system. But I look at this and say, if we're going to do this, it can't be this. We can't. We couldn't kill the guy before. Now when we killed him this time, we struggle with it. And again, do I want this guy to come over for um, watch the Super Bowl with me? No. But as a society, shouldn't we be better? What do you want to say before I get to a lot of texts? 651-461-9226. Well, there's so much that goes into this story, including the fact that the crime he committed, the murder he committed, was 30 years ago. Yep. 30 years, and we're finally to this point. Um, That's one of the pushbacks, right, that it goes on and yes. on. Costs so much Just money. Look at the cost of yeah. when when you you know sentence somebody to the death penalty and all of the uh, you know all of what has to happen in court before you finally 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 get to the end, which they thought they got you two years ago and still didn't get to the end. Uh, I just don't understand the the I, mean, I, I shouldn't say I don't understand it, but I don't agree with the mindset that killing is bad, so we're going to kill you. It's I, I agree. I, 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 we're, yeah, we're, we're pretty sure in some cases, a hundred percent sure, but in a lot of cases, we're really, really pretty sure we're, you know, 95% on this that you probably committed some sort of atrocious, horrible murder, whatever it is. And so we are going to kill you. You know, it's lock them up, throw away the key, whatever. I drop them on an Island. Yes. I, I just. I, I think as a society, we can find a better way. And, you know, you can talk about, you know, the morality, the ethics, or just the cost. I think there's just a lot better way to say no. Just lock them up, throw away the key, on an island, as you say. It just, it's, it's gotten to the point where it doesn't make sense to me. Number of texts, that's uh, all very good points. It's, if it's so easy to overdose on fentanyl, why aren't we using that? Bring back the chair. It worked, and they deserve it. Go back to firing squad. Was it Utah? Where was it where they were debating firing squads? Again? It may have been Utah. I remember the debate. Uh, SCOTUS has to watch this entire event and vote right then and there that this is cruel or unusual. Well, in these two cases with this individual, it's both. 
it's cruel because the person did not die in a quick way. And it's unusual because it went on and on, and now we're experimenting with different ways. And apparently it didn't work. And companies don't want to be involved in the manufacturing of these drugs. No. You think they want that as a part of, hey, we're filling the blank. We're selling the the states that still kill people. We're providing the drugs. Uh, among this, t- I used to feel like there were crimes worthy of death penalty, but when I realized that I could never be that person, do the injection or flip the switch, it occurred to me that this is simply not what civilized people do. And then learning about the percentage of wrongly accused people in jail or on death row or been executed, I had to land the side of no death penalty. A lot more. But, yeah, I mean, that's one of the arguments I've wrestled with most is because we do make mistakes. We see it. It's every couple weeks, someone's released, 30 years, exonerated. Now, you may not agree with the, the new evidence, but it happens too often. So what are we going to do if we put somebody, we kill them, Nine months later, we find out different DNA or something else. Can't go back. How do we feel about that? Give them general aesthetic and put them to sleep and kill them. It's not as easy as that. Can't believe I'm thinking this. How long did the person suffer? Was that killed? Maybe seven minutes isn't enough for a murderer to suffer. Okay, how do we we, uh, wrestle with that? Does that mean I should stop talking? Yeah, really quickly. That'd be very good if we all had that bell occasionally. Linda's Construction Time Check. It's time to end this hour. It's time to get a complimentary heat map analysis with your insulation estimate. 